0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Cancel Shweezy. As always, I am your host, Shweezy, and I am here to bring you the news, uh, the news that the media really doesn't want you to know about. Uh, so you can move over John Oliver, Trevor Noah, Samantha Bee, uh, CNN, Tucker Carlson, Quainon. Quail non uh, whatever you call it, because I am the new trusted, worthy new source I don't back up any of my information, and uh, we go over what is really going on and what is important in this world uh, the important information that only uh, I an honest human being would be allowed to give you because I am the only person out there with the balls to go over all this information. And if it get, if I get canceled in the process, it's the whole point of the show. And you know what the title of the show is. You got to kind of got to man, man man up. No, no, nah, nah, I can't say that because I've met a lot of women who are tougher than me, and I don't think I should. I don't think I'm qualified to make that statement right now. And so I will not say man up. I will say. I'll just say, toughen up. I feel like that's gender neutral, and boy, we got a lot of things that's going to offend a lot of people today, and uh, that's uh, that's just the that's just a bit of the show. It's called Cancel Sweezy. We're going to go over everything that is important, It'll catch up on the week. Catch up on everything of the week. Uh, Just like I want to try to make this, uh, with the production schedule of the show, I record on Friday, then we get everything done in post-production over the weekend, then on Mondays these episodes come out, so uh, if you are watching this on YouTube or listening on whatever platform, make sure you smash that subscribe button, um, and you can like it too. This show is actually kind of meant to be disliked so actually if you don't like it dislike it i feel like it's more of a compliment to dislike this episode than to like it so uh you know what do it do whatever you want though but yeah hit that subscribe button because that's what really helps you and then you get uh kind of get aware or you can hit the bell icon you can get aware of when we release these new episodes i like that you know that's what's real but No, know hit that subscribe button i also want you to know i stream video games over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the uh, every Monday and Thursday 7pm uh, looks like on this Thursday, I will be starting the new Pokemon DLC, the Crown Tundra. Uh, tonight, if you're watching this day of on Monday, it looks like I'm going to be playing Fortnite again. Uh, I had a good time. I don't know who will be joining me. Uh, I could be going solo and just harass my friends. Sometimes I just call them on the phone and harass them, so that's really exciting too. So uh, you should go check those out if you just like want to sit back and enjoy and watch me uh, be an idiot. It's like this show, but live. And that's anything. Like, I could edit anything out in this show. Um... I could even fake it, but that sounds like a lot of work that I don't want to do. Uh, but on that, it's live, so if I say it, it's out in the ethos, and uh, I'm, I could get canceled in real time, which is really cool. Uh, it's really fun. And and I really like that. As Garth would say. But no, we got a show today. I got a lot of things going on, and uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. Let's. Uh, but also want to mention... Uh, my new song, Oof, got to say it with a little bit of a emphasis if you're going to say it, is out now. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. We got a music video on YouTube for it. It's, the music video is terrible, but it's kind of funny at the same time. And I think that's my favorite part about that. Uh, wherever you listen to music at, go stream it. Hit that like button on that or heart that, save it, uh, listen to it, add it to your playlist. I think it's a fun dance song. So if you're having a quarantine party or a dance party by yourself, it's a fun song to dance to. I wrote it about a relationship I was in when she was really toxic and she would justify sleeping around and doing stupid shit. And like, she would just say the stupidest shit possible, uh, And it was kind of like hard for me. Like when I wanted out, she wanted me back and stuff like that. She was, she was, she's a terrible person. You do not know her identity, but I can guarantee you she is a terrible person unless you ask her and get both sides of the story. But don't do that because that makes the song less fun. So, uh, that is, uh, that's that with that. So I can only, you know, you know, I speak on my behalf. So, uh, but go listen to that oof on Spotify under Sweezy. Uh, or as Big Ed would say, go check that out right now. I love that song. Um, I really do believe in that song. And I really think it could work with any. Like it could. It's a good dance song too. So uh, even if you dance, like tag me in that shit and post it on Instagram. Uh, I will watch it and I'll most likely repost it too on my story or whatever. Uh, share it. I'll share it with everyone. So don't worry about that. I, I definitely will see it and love it. I love that shit. Uh, so like, be cool and uh, send me that shit over on the gram. In the meantime, also want to mention that. You can subscribe to this show on Patreon. Uh, Patreon is a great way. It supports me financially directly. Uh, the only middleman is Patreon, but they're pretty cool and with that stuff. But yeah, you can get at the only tier right now we have is five dollars. It's ad free episodes every month. You just pay five dollars and you get ad free episodes of this show and the Schwagcast, the main show too, where I interview people too. Um, We're doing. I'm gonna try to do two, you know, two episodes a week. You know, this show once, and then the Schwedcast you know, on Wednesdays. Uh, not sure because Schwedcast always relies on other people. And so, you know, just kind of getting that going. Um, the only big problem with the Schwedcast is just getting the interview set up. Once you get that set up and recorded, everything else is smooth sailing, at least on my end from there. And so that's all I can say on the regards to that. So you hit that, uh, go follow us on Patreon, like help us financially, because then you don't have to listen to like all my ads and all this, cause we, we have been moving up on ads and I'd like to. Just start doing ad free episodes. Like everyone's just like, you know what? You pay your fee a month and you get to listen to this show as much as you want. I'm working on other tiers. Um, I just wanna make sure that with each tier, you really get what you pay for. And so that's why I only have one tier right now. If I make a tier, it's gonna be for a specific purpose and you're gonna get something back from it. And that's all, you know, that's that's it. So uh go follow go hit us up on Patreon. Why are you why are you the way that you are? Why are you listening to this episode with ads like a plebeian you have netflix you don't listen to ads on there you have amazon or whatever you don't listen to ads on there i, I have some things about amazon i want to talk about uh well it, it might be a little bit it's not gonna come out but no you know hit us up on patreon that's gonna be the best way to support this show the swag support me directly to, for the most part uh so yeah go hit that up on patreon all right let's get into the news I have, I do, like, figure out what I'm talking about. So if I go on tangents, that's because I actually do that in real life. So uh, don't be uh, that guy and be like, oh, you just go on random tangents and you'd have a formal script. Like, I'm not reading from a script. I have topics I talk about and then rant from there and I go to other places. And I, I know I have the notes to get me back on track. So don't worry about that. We're in episode two. We're going to be working out kinks for a while now, but thank you so much for listening. I don't want you to feel like you're listening to the shittiest show. That's the Schweggcast. That one's the worst. This one, actually, no, this one's actually probably pretty worse than the Schweggcast. All right, let's get into the news, the real news. Uh, that's why you have to unsubscribe from every other news source because I'm giving you the truth accuracy and what really matters in this world and i really like that as my boy garth would say so let's get into the news i don't have a i'm gonna make sound drops for these specific segments so i'm just gonna pick random ones for my soundboard so let's get into the news and i say let the conversation begin that's how every show begins okay all right. So first thing I have on the agenda today, Donald Trump suggests McDonald's French fries are responsible for keeping his hair. So I saw this link a while ago and we were all joking like a friend sent this to me because we have a bald friend and, uh, we think it's funny he's bald. And then I have like a super full head of hair. And so like the joke was I'm like, oh, that's the reason why, uh, I have a full head of hair, and I'm fat, so I like that's a good reasoning. real reason I'm fat is because my mom makes really good sweets, and I'm pretty sure that did not help anyone. Uh, but anyway, so we just joke around about that. Just like, hey, I'll help you, I'll hit you up on the first round, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what drugs are actually in this. I probably should have put that in my notes, and I'm not going to research it right now. But anyways, no, Donald Trump is a big believer in this. That's why he believes his hair is not... His, his hair is still there, god damn dude uh, he he retweets uh, the link to this article, which i have', I have read before. can't remember what the specific thing they put in there um mcdonald's so like oh here's a good story. My mom, when we lived in Kansas, the principal she's a kindergarten teacher and now she teaches first grade, so same thing when they were working there the the principal there said they put sugar in mcdonald 's french fries. And every my mom believed him, and then my dad thought she was stupid. however, I actually kind of learned how like you know the food industry works and like how McDonald's makes their french fries, so they do like you have to they soak them in water to get all the starch off, but sometimes you can add stuff to that water too, and it kind of like gets into the french fries to help them crystallize, and they actually do put sugar and I think beef broth I want to say i 'm not going to check that, but let 's assume it 's true. And so I told my mom that like, you know, that's actually true. And so it's not like putting legit like sugar on them. It's like they soak in like a sugar. It's like a, what's it? A bait, not basting, but uh, letting someone, something like, you know, when you let chicken, chicken brine, like, you know, that, that it's not really in the ingredients. Like you, it's not really in, you brine it in pickles like Chick-fil-A does. Uh, you brine it in pickles, but it's not actually like pickles. It doesn't taste like Pickle a little bit, but you know. I hope you get what I'm trying to say here. But anyways, back on track. Trump retweets a link about McDonald's French fries and replies, No wonder I didn't lose my hair. That's um Buddy, you've lost some hair. You've lost some hair. Like, we know you're faking it. That's the thing I don't get about him. Uh let's just take, you know, what what he believes in to the side his hair looks bad. He dresses poorly. He has a bad spray tan. Like I used to think spray tans were pretty bad. Then you see like Kim Kardashian gets a spray tan and like, it looks pretty good. And so the one thing you have to like realize in regards to that, it's, it's the idea of, and it's like the idea with plastic surgery as well. You only actually recognize the Uh, Like, you only notice the bad spray tans. You only notice the bad plastic surgeries. You don't really notice the good ones. And the idea that he has a bad spray tan is... It's not good. And you have the money to not have a bad spray tan. You have the money to not have a bad haircut, too. Like, it's still decently in. You could get... Like, you buy a hair transplant. Like, bro, you... People are going to make fun of, anyway, Elon Musk got a hair transplant, LeBron James has got a hair transplant, I don't think it's embarrassing, and you have to decide, do I want to be made fun of for my hair, or should I be bald, or getting a hair transplant, because I feel like if you at least with a hair transplant, you feel better about yourself in the end, like, that's why I wonder about liposuction, like, why don't we normalize that more, I don't know a lot about the science behind it, I do know gastric bypass surgery is, uh, it's pretty good, and I actually do see some people, I'm like, I think you need gastric bypass surgery. Someone who has lost some weight, but is still kind of fat. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. there's a lot of stuff out there, I don't know why we shame so much. Uh, you know, you're going to be made fun of, like, if you want to get liposuction, like, you're either going to get made fun of for being fat or for getting liposuction. So, which one makes you feel better? If, like... I was like, well, I got liposuction. Oh, you're just a lazy, no no. blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, you, you did work out at Planet Fitness with me. It's like, you know, you're going to do that or they're just going to make fun of you for being fat. So, like, just what do what makes you happy. That's why I, tell my, I try to tell my friends this, and I try to constantly remind them. I don't, I don't do a good job at this, but I will say this. Like, look, man, uh, if you like something, you should do it because I'm going to make fun of you regardless for it and you just got to deal with that so just do what makes you feel good what makes you feel comfortable that's what i say and so that's what i and that's the thing though like why is donald trump looking bad on purpose what is his end game i, I don't you when you have money like i don't have a lot of money i'll will t- tell you that i don't have a lot of money but i know how to dress myself uh, i know how to dress myself. If I need to dress up really nice, I know what I need to do. Even just like basic, even just do it like a basic, I got text messages I need to look at real quick. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, playing Fortnite later. So I got to like, Keep up with the gang, you know what I'm saying? Dead ass. Woo, we about it? Yeah, boy. Okay, so let's get back on track. So, also, I wanted to know, like, he makes this claim that McDonald's French fries is the reason he didn't lose his hair. However, um, looking from his doctor, you know that guy, uh, Doctor Harold In Bornstein, says that he does take Propecia. It's a hair growth drug. I think how Propecia works from what I've been explained to it. Is that like you, you know, take the pill and it prevents your hair from falling out. So that's like the main thing with Propecia. So the idea with it is that you want to like catch it early. And then if you catch it early enough, then you're going to be good and like your hair is not going to fall out. And you have to consistently still take it. Um, I don't know, like, you know, a lot of people, I've seen heard a lot of people take it. I think Pete Davidson did a, uh, sketch about it on SNL. He's like, Yeah, well, I learned I was loose my hair, so I started taking Propecia. And it lo- the big side effect with Propecia is it lowers your sex drive a lot. Now, some people, it's like, Oh, it just kind of depends on your libido, I guess. But like, some people's like, Oh, I want to have sex five times a day. Then it goes down to I only have one, I have sex like one time a day. And like, it works out. Um, which I guess, you know, Donald, I don't know what's going on with that guy, but I know when you're like fatter, it's like, It's harder to, like, keep up with sex and stuff like that. I can tell you that. Uh, But he is, we know, that is, I thought, so, yeah, so basically that's it. So that's a weird thing with his sex drive, too, you know, with, like, Stormy Daniels and his 400 wives or whatever. And, like, Melania catching COVID. That was the weird thing. Like, that means, like, they were in close contact and, like, maybe kissed or something like that. That's, yeah, no, that's the weird thing about that. I thought that was the weirdest part about him getting COVID is that Melania got it too. But don't worry, it only affects fat people. Um, but anyways, so I did, I was thinking though, I thought like I read something a long time ago uh, that Propecia makes you actually a little bit loopy and I thought that was going to explain Donald's like just fucking weirdness. Uh, but no, I learned that that was not it. I actually did some research for this show. Um, and I really like that. And I, I guess what Garth would say, but yeah, I thought it would make you a little bit. No, I think just the biggest thing is libido. And, you know, you have random other side effects with it too. But I mean, like, I don't, I don't think we should shame him for taking Propecia because I feel like you know, it's like all that it does is like prevents your hair loss. Like, I if I was using my hair, I'm getting on top of it very quickly. I'm like, I'm also at a sense where like if I get diagnosed with cancer there's a good chance I will not do chemo. Like, honestly, it's like, it's not worth it. You're still poisoning yourself, and I don't want to lose my hair, honestly. I'm just going to be like, well, this is it. I'm going out. Unless, like, the thing, like, I don't know. It just depends on the doctor's opinion. I think that's going to be the real thing if I ever get cancer. But, no, I'm not too keen on chemo in my life. So, you know, just figure shit out and get going from there. So, Donald Trump, so Donald Trump being a fat guy, saying that's the reason... He's not losing his hair. We got to admit, that's pretty funny. Um, Because what was that book someone wrote about him? And then I remember at the Grammys, Cardi B commented "Is He actually lives like this? This is gross or something like that. It was like funny. If you can find it, look it up. I'm not going to on this show because I can. And I won't. And that's all I have to say on that. I think that's all I have to say on the McDonald's uh, french fries keeping Donald Trump's hair from uh, falling out. It's the Propecia people. Do not believe that. I'm not sure how much that actually works. And also there's a lot more bad parts to eating a lot of French fries from me, what I can tell you than that. So, uh, yeah, do not believe him when he says that, that. That's kept his hairline in. It's the propitia that he does take, and that's what you need to believe. That's the cold, hard science that you're only gonna get on this show. And, uh, because I am Sweezy! And this is the type of guy you are getting. So, but speaking of fat people, we have to do it. Come on, Mark. Oh, Don't be stingy. That was the wrong sound drop. We have to do it for, remember, remembering all fat people out there. Hashtag pray for micah we all need to pray for micah as much as possible every day every day uh we need to piss god off with how much we are praying for micah and that's all i can that's all i want to tell you at this moment is pray for micah because he he definitely 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 need your prayer let's keep moving on okay so this is another fun uh thing it's not necessarily the news it's uh but we did i did make a discovery in white people understanding black people the other day which i feel like is important to all of us uh so if you know my friend decree uh he is a singer songwriter he actually did release a new song same day as mine i think uh i'm gonna look up what it's called real quick i have my phone out here uh, David, David's his Christian name, FYI. Uh, if you don't know about that, uh, your Christian name is the name you're born with. Uh, your shwok name is the name that I call you and the one, uh, in your stage name too. Uh, he wrote a song. Uh, what's it? It's called that dude. Go check him out. It's really cool. Uh, he's cool. Great guy. Great guy. We co-write a lot together. Um, and so we were just like talking about like, you know, spam calls we get and he, he, I was just like, and then we get like the ones like, Hey, are you planning to vote? You know, this is, this is a Dana with move on or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, I, I mean, I get those too. And he's like, no, mine are a little more specific. Mine are from like black people trying to like, tell me it was like, yo, and, like the text went, yo, it's good, man. It's Daron Uh, you voting in the election for Joe Biden, stuff like that. <laughs> I was like whoa, I didn't, I didn't notice that it was like segregated between race. And then I looked at the ones I get and I'm like, Ralph, I'm like, that's a white guy. Like, it's definitely a white guy. Got one from a Rachel. So, uh, I'm pretty sure that whatever race you are, uh, you are getting that specific kind of text message telling you to vote. So make sure you vote. I want, I do want to advocate for that, but unless you're voting for Trump, do not vote for Trump. Only vote for Joe Biden. Because that's the only hope for America. Joe Biden surrounds himself with good people. And I believe those good people will be keeping America as a better, get to a better place than it was before. And that's all I really care about. So uh, make sure you uh, vote in this upcoming election. That's all. I think that's all I want to say on that matter. Okay, next news topic I have. This one's this one's a uh, this one's kinda relevant to everything on the The cast. So he, here's the article I have. Uh a woman was show a woman was show sh- no, why didn't that why does it say show? A woman was shot and killed while staging a kidnapping for a TikTok. This is from insider magazine websites. That's it's gonna be wrong regardless. So Okay, let's let's um, let me take a look here. Uh, A young woman called Arlene Martinez was reportedly shot and killed when a TikTok went wrong, according to several news outlets. Twenty-year-old Martinez was staging a kidnapping with several friends when a gun was fired. Two of the men surrounding Martinez reportedly fled in the scene. Afterwards, the tragic accident happened in. Chihuahua, Mexico? I hope I'm saying that right. Where police are investigating. You think like Chihuahua, Mexico is like Portland, Tennessee? Or like Mexico, Missouri? It's like, it's kind of like one of those weird ass places. They just were not. Like, eh, let's just name it to the dog. You know, let's just, let's just keep doing that. And also, and also when I read this like news article, I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck did you just say right now? Uh, she was shot Staging a kidnapping for TikTok? What? Who is the audience for this? Like, who's... It's like, I want to watch this talk. My feed is specifically women getting kidnapped. Is this like a Mexican thing? Do I... Am I... It can't be that. That's That has to be Elaine, like... She's 20 years old, so she most likely was either born... On oh, the year two thousand or maybe nineteen ninety nine no I don't like that at all. oof, I don't like that. I do not like that at all uh but yeah who who is the audience for like who watches kid- kidnapping and then I guess the guy i think I think the guy is just an idiot didn't put his gun okay, if you're gonna stage a kidnapping, why would you put actual like bullets in your gun? There's a lot of questions I have uh, with what's going on here. I just wish – I wish I could – I need to get a Ouija board. And I think if I get that Ouija board, I'm going to talk to Arlene Martinez. I'm going to, like, figure out how to get to her in the afterlife. I'm going to ask her, what the fuck did you die from? And then we could just have a real-life sit-down conversation, you know, you know, and I say, let the conversation begin because I want to know her reasoning behind this TikTok. I'm not on this land of TikTok. Some of you know I am a, I'm a talker. I make my own, but I also curate a lot, and a lot of mine are just kind of funny and people being weird on the internet, un- unknowingly. But I, I don't know who is who watches kidnap talks. I mean. I've seen Taken. That was not my favorite part of the movie. Favorite part of the movie was Liam Neeson just shooting everyone with like very good accuracy. He's like, don't move or I'll shoot. And then he shoots the guy anyways. That was pretty cool in the first one. I saw the second one. I don't think I saw the third one. It's a weird movie to make multiple out of, but I guess that's what Hollywood's about, uh, doing that. So, uh, I mean, that's all I have to say. Do you have any other information on that? Uh, If you do... Please email theschwedcast at gmail.com. I would like more information on that. And so when we do, yeah, please, please let me know. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch video game streamer myself, I know there are two types of game. One type is the game that you'll continue to go back to time and time again, like Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers. And then there's those other games, you know, that you only play once and then never pick up again. And that is where Gamefly is perfect. Most games come in at around $60, you know, these new AAA titles come in at $60, but with this link in the description of this episode, uh, your first two months will only be $10. I'm a subscriber myself, and uh, I played through Pokemon Sword, and I loved it so much that I wanted to keep that copy, and with just a click of a button, uh, and you just pay the little extra money, you get to keep the game that you rented from Gamefly. You don't even have to worry about anything else, and they'll go ahead and send you the next game. I'm excited for the month of October, I will be getting into Luigi's Mansion, because that is a very spooky game and uh how that's halloween so it's the spooky season which i am super excited to play that game i already got it in the mail and i'm excited uh for once october kind of rolls around i can start playing that game and it's super fun and awesome i love gamefly um like i said i'm a subscriber myself but you can get your first two months for ten dollars you just got to use the link in the description of this episode and you know what start playing those games Okay, and our next subject, let's see here. Oh, this is just some thoughts I had, um, at least to start off with. Um, I wrote down, I think it'd be cool to be pansexual. So I think on October 11th was coming out day, and it really made me think that being pansexual would be pretty cool. Um, Obviously, you know I identify as a straight man, and uh, I like women a lot. I think women are super cool. And I definitely fuck with them literally, uh, so so this idea was like pansexual because the way the pansexual people I know and know how they explained it to me it was it wasn't more of a like you there's a general who you're attracted to, it's like you're being tugged in an attraction to someone, and I'm like, man, that's really cool because I get that way with women sometimes, I guess I'm probably not too far off as pansexual, but i'm I'm just I just identify as straight, but like you know like. Sometimes, like, someone's not, like, a smoke show, 10 out of 10. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? I, I'm really attracted to this person just from their personality. I like that. And, you know, I think, no, it's a, I think it's a good thing, idea. I guess we all look like that. It's just they, they're not worried about gender, specifically, like, they're trans or not. I, I think I don't know. I don't think being transsexual is transsexual. Pansexual. I think that's pretty cool. You know, I just think... That, you know, I think that's like the coolest because you're there's a there's the form of attraction for them is interesting to me. I really like that form of attraction. And uh, I think so. Also another thing I kind of you get know, I'm on I'm on the Tinder trying to meet women in a pandemic, you know, and uh going slowly, getting lonelier and lonelier by the minute. Uh maybe hashtag pray for squeezy. We need to get that going. But I kind of like I'll match with some women that I do find attractive, but they're they identify as non-binary. Uh, al- seems like they do have the vagina part. Now that, that's the thing, though. If I'm attracted to them, but they're non-binary, uh, and their genitals aren't a problem for me, um, is that? What does that make me? Because I don't know. Like I, I don't consider. Like, I still consider myself straight. But like when you're straight, like how does non-binary fit into that sexuality? It's like you, you could be attracted to someone who's who is non-binary. Biologically, has female genitalia. I don't, see, that's like the weird thing in the middle. Like, are you okay with being attracted to someone who's non-binary? I mean, I don't have a pr- like. I said I don't have a problem with it. Obviously, uh, we're schwuch on this show. So, because I am schwiezy, and this is the type of guy you get, as uh, Joe would say. Uh, and you also know I can be a simp. So, yeah. What 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 do we? what do I go from here? Like, if I if I meet someone. I'm attracted to, and they're into me, which that's probably more of a hard thing. Uh, they identify as non-binary, but I'm still attracted to them, and they have a vagina. What, what is that? Where do I go from? What is the idea we go from there? Because there's a lot of things I could do. Um, obviously, I don't know. Maybe, maybe sometimes, maybe. I haven't never dated anyone who's non-binary, so like the idea of like, oh, this is a uh, Shosh, they-them Uh, we're fucking, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, and then maybe I'd get annoyed, like, I wish you were a female, and then we'd break up, and I'd write some songs about her, him, them, them, sorry, almost, uh, went there. I think, I may need to stay away from non-binary women, I'm just kind of thinking out loud at this point, I may need to just kind of avoid that, uh, that part of my life. Okay, well, let's, let's move on. I, I'm gonna <laughs> rooting myself way too much here. Um, so I can't confirm this. This is just a random thought I had the other day. But I'm pretty sure that kid who fell into Harambe's uh, habitat, Gorilla Pit, uh, was the same person who ate the bat in Wuhan. I cannot confirm that. But I feel like if I say it enough times, we'll all believe it. So let's all spread that rumor and get that going. Because I want that rumor to be true. So... Uh, you know you know what I'm you know what it is yeah I don't have to make the sound I can actually do that I love the soundboard I need to bring this over to the o show okay next topic last night I got drunk and watched Charlotte's web which that's a that's a sentence uh, what and I decided today, as I like decided, I'm like, I, I cut out a section. i may go back to that next week. But I decided I need to do a review of this movie because I feel like everyone need, wanted to hear that. And no one asked for it, so it's coming. Uh, so let's go here. I think Wilbur is a bitch um, because he overreacts to everything and he passes out with any slight inconvenience in his life. Um, And he didn't pass out when, like, they were like, oh, you're going to die. Like, he just started crying, which uh, to to his own, I guess. And, uh, yeah, and I saw, yeah, I think he's a bitch. Uh, His personality is a bitch, and he is a bitch, and that's all I'm going to say. Also, another problem I have with this movie is... They make the whole point. Oh, yeah, that's a great pig. Wilbur is the best pig that's ever existed in all of humankind. Only because a spider made a spider web with, like, a word, like, pig and humble, that shit like that. Why <clears throat> Why are they celebrating the pig? That's what I don't get. wouldn't be like, damn, that spider's cool as fuck. Let's keep that spider around. Then also, most of the time when you see a spider, you just kill it or ignore it. I guess they really ignore that spider or and then accepted it. So, so, like, I don't know why. I mean, I'm glad it's named Charlotte's Web because that, I think Charlotte should be the main purpose of that story, not Wilbur. Because Wilbur, like I said, is a bitch. But why were they celebrating Wilbur when Charlotte was making the webs? That's... Yeah, that's i don't get it i don't get why why are we glorifying wilbur he didn't do anything except be a bitch the whole movie fern the chick um that was a weird that was, that's a weird uh story uh first of all wilbur like fuck his fuck wilbur's siblings first of all like you know you know all of them are dead uh but like wilbur gotta live uh like Fern, like they sold Wilbur off to Fern's uncle and she was like so sad about it and like, no, I'm never going to see Wilbur again. But like, also it's her uncle. So like they don't live far from each other. So like she goes, visits him all the time. Uh, And and then, and, and then another part with that, why is, why is, uh, how does, do the animals talk to Fern Fern knows all their names. Like, the only thing I would say, is, like, he means like, oh, yeah, that's Charlotte. That's Charlotte Sweat. like, you're speaking to the spider? Like, we obviously know Wilbur's name is Wilbur because she named him Wilbur. But then, like, he talks to the spider, and then, oh, that's Templeton. He's a he's kind of a dick rat. And then uh, there's the, the goose person and the sheep. They're like, yeah, you know, the sheep. I don't know. There was a, there was a lot going on in that movie. I don't think I can... Uh, That can explain. There's a lot of plot holes in Charlotte's Web that I don't want to do. Also, I need to say I watched the cartoon Charlotte's Web. I did not watch any other Charlotte's Web. I wanted to watch the original cartoon because I said I could. And there's a sequel to it, and I'm up in the air if I want to watch that sequel. It's on Amazon Instant. Amazon Instant and Chill. Maybe you have that lady over in your life. But, yeah, I that's fine. Like Fern's storyline, then like Wilbur started bitching because she got interested in a boy. He's like, yeah, my uncle stepped on my violin. I don't play it anymore. And we're all like, thank God, because no one cared at all. But I don't know. Fern, I, I, I feel like if she was an adult right now, she'd be a ride or die. And I'm all for that shit. Because uh, she wanted Wilbur to stay alive. And she uh, decided to keep it that way. I want to talk about the rat Templeton. Now, that rat was a gay rat that rat was gay. That that rat, there's no situation in the world where that rat was straight. I am this is a controversial topic. Uh, If you want to lead the podcast now, you can over my opinion on a cartoon rat being gay, but that rat is gay. And then Hollywood in the 1970s decided that that rat needed to have a wife and children. No, no reasoning why, no reasoning why that rat had, a wife and children but Templeton that rat if i was if i could remake if i could remake uh, charlotte's web I, first of all i would edit a lot of the story where i feel like charlotte would be we'd kill wilbur and let charlotte be like a the queen but templeton is a gay rat templeton is gay templeton's gay he does not have kids that's not the storyline that templeton won, but i did like the ending where where it was like you know wilbur adored Charlotte's children and grandchildren, but he never quite loved them as much as Charlotte. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck your kids. I'm doing it out of courtesy. But I don't know. That's what I think. Should I watch the sequel? Email me, gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, let's get my opinions on that. Uh, let's see. We could do... No, nope. No, no ad break. Okay, next up we have a Garth Brooks update and let's get physical playing music. I like that thought. All right. So we got some big bombshell news on uh, our boy Garth here today. And, uh, I like that, but not more importantly, and I really like that. And I think every day as I Google Garth Brooks, like I can't possibly fill every week with Garth Brooks news, but so far we're doing pretty good. He did a interview with billboard magazine. I think I saw, I read it online, but I think it, it's technically a magazine still. Uh, Garth did an interview. Let me just read my notes here. From an interview with Billware Magazine, Garth Brooke hints that we haven't seen the last of his Alder Eagle Chris Games. Now, this was a big interview. I sifted through all the good stuff for you so you don't have to. Uh, but, yeah, let's go with the Chris Gaines. So for some ketchup and mustard, uh, or more importantly ketchup on Chris Gaines, uh, and Garth Brooks. In the year 1999, Garth introduced the world to Chris Gaines, a completely fictional character created by Garth himself. Chris Gaines was supposed to be the subject of the movie The Lamb, and before they released the Chris Gaines Greatest Hits album, The Lamb was never made, but they did a VH1 behind the Music episode with him. So yeah, they did like a Greatest Hits. I do have it up here. I was supposed to grab it for this episode, and I did not but it's up there and I'm not going to edit myself standing up and getting it because I don't have to. So that's kind of like who Chris Gaines was. We see, like, he, he was intended for Garth to make this movie and he was going to play the main character. I like that. And he was going, so he wrote all this music and a lot of them like apparently, um, There's a lot of things going on. So they released the Greatest Hits album to kind of like, you know, start you off to understand who this character was. I guess the album didn't hit as hard as they wanted to. They did do a VH1 behind the music. I have watched. It is really good. If you can find it online, you can find it online. Go watch it. It's very interesting, like this idea of Chris Gaines. It's like the stereotypical rock star. There's like these rock star ideas. I think the movie could have been pretty good, but I guess they canned it because the the reception towards the Greatest Hits album was not what they lived up to be. So not very cool, not very cash money of them, but I would have loved that. I actually think, I actually really like the album. I do think it is Garth Brooks' best album, as Trisha Yearwood would say. (laughs) And uh, I just like, I don't know, something nasally. But no, it's, I think it's great. Um, It is a great album. So if you have have a chance to listen to it, um, I had, someone sent me the CD. I don't think anyone else is going to be as lucky. But uh you could be if you wanted to. That's all up to you. It's up to you, bud. Uh let's see. What Garth actually says in this interview, uh from the interview with Billboard, he says, Trust me, it's got a whole life of its own and it's all coming. It won't be anything predictable, I can guarantee you, because that's kind of the character's thought process was. Already into this. I'm already into this because uh, Garth is weird, and if he does anything, he does. I want to keep up with. We're this is the Garth. This is what Garth is all about: being weird, <laughs> being weird on the internet. I, I'm not having allergies. I don't know what's going on. I think I got like some. I don't know what's going on with me. Okay. Also, Garth stated, "If you know the greatest hits, they had to come from somewhere." If that tells you what's coming, I mean, there's a good chance because he had that big old break, like 14 year break, maybe 14, 15 year break. Like, there's a good chance he was writing music. Like, he, he obviously didn't have to work. He was just doing projects for my son. Well, some people think he was murdering people. I It could, it could be possible. I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. Um, but, no, I think I'm, I'm really excited if he keeps doing Gar, uh, Chris Gaines stuff. I am definitely on board for all that shit, and I'm going to keep going with it for the rest of my life. Um, also, Garth confirmed that he will not be running for president, and I'm gonna do, start doing Garth impressions. You said, <laughs> "Trust me, no one would know which way to go with it with me because I I'm so both. I really am. Let's love one another, but don't forget we're the defenders of freedom all around the world. So let's beef up, people. Don't you? People don't think you can do both, and that's right down my alley. That's why you can have We Shall Be Free and American Honky Tonk Bar Association at the same concert. Let's love one another, and let's pull our own weight. I like that. I feel like that's, that's, uh, that's like that. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. And uh, I'm glad he won't run for president, because we just need actual people who know what they're doing as president. That's my big thoughts. Big thoughts. T-H-O-T-S. The, the big thoughts. Uh, so I just changed that definition. And I really like that. All right. Garth also admitted he's pro-LGBT, which I am all for. I think it's really cool, especially country music, which is very, you know, I, it's very Southern, I would say. Um, not, I'm trying to, I'm doing the generalization, which isn't always accurate to everyone, so don't piss your pants. But, uh, you know, it's a lot Southern conservative you know, obviously, conservatives think that LGBT people shouldn't be shouldn't have basic human rights. But at the same time, like I think it's cool. Garth is standing up for that. You know, like I remember I watched the Taylor Swift documentary of Miss Americana, and like she was like it was a controversial apparently for her. To speak up against Marsha Blackburn back in Tennessee, where I live, uh, to that she shouldn't, we shouldn't try to nominate her. But it ended up happening, and she's the worst. I need that sound drop. I need that sound drop from Parks and Rec. I need the worst. So that is on my list for next time. Um, going back to more Garth updates. When talking about the pandemic hitting a third of the way through his big, the big-ass stadium tour, as you would say, he says, all right, impression time, this blessing is a curse, is my love. He starts tearing up because he cries after talking about anything, forgetting to play music ghosts, goes so beyond anything that's got to do with making money. You kind of need to find that out. Because in this business, they overpay you. I miss it so badly. I miss the people. I miss the band and the crew. But I miss what happens when the people and the band and the crew all get together. The two beautiful hours. It feels like three minutes. It's just fabulous. So that doesn't have really any importance to me. I just think it's funny every time Garth cries because uh, his The Road I'm On documentary on Netflix, he, he was crying through the whole thing over like the stupidest shit. And, I mean, that's somewhat just, it's somewhat just to to be sad, but to start crying, man, I, I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know, Garth is still weird. I still love him for that, and uh, I just wanted to give you all an update on that. This episode of the Shwedcast is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, uh, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out as well, which I always like to look good working out. Hashtag pray for Micah. We all know what the drill. Um. With your purchase of any product from the FNX Fitness website, they even donate a gallon of water to a child in need so you know that each purchase you make uh, really is helping someone out. Uh, Using promo code SWAGCAST or link in the description of this episode, you can save 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code SWAGCAST or link in the description down below. Save 15% on some great performance supplements. Time for me to start talking some real shit. Sean Foyt is a piece of shit. So let me just start in here from the Tennessean. A pretty good article from Nashville. Christian worship leader Sean Foyt, and I had to learn that from someone who works in Christian radio, hosted a worship protest that drew thousands of people who appeared to be largely maskless to the courthouse grounds in Nashville on Sunday night. The piece of shit even, <laughs> I love my notes. The piece of shit even posted on his socials. A police officer escorting me out tonight said he estimated 9,000 to 10,000 worshipers filled the courthouse steps in downtown Nashville. We had three venue changes and so much resistance, but the church will not be silenced. God, what a piece of shit. Three, you, you realize after three. Three venue changes? Like, just stop. We don't want you in our city. God, fuck you. And, and you know, so you don't know who this piece of shit is. I didn't know who he was. I don't keep up with Christian music, which I will get into in a bit. From Wikipedia, the um, b- best news source for the, for the cancel shweezy. I like that. Uh, from Wikipedia, Sean Foyt is an American politician, activist, Christian singer, songwriter, and worship pastor at Bethel Church. Fuck in Redding, California, he ran as a Republican in California's third congressional district and lost. I need more specific um, but I didn't <laughs> realize that. Okay, the reasoning behind these protests is to protest government restrictions on religious gatherings during a goddamn pandemic. God damn it, dude! Like. It's like when people get mad about things. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be happy that I'm straight. I'm like, you're always able to do that. I saw like the Rick and Morty meme. Like, uh, God, dude. Like, for real, it, it's a pandemic. It's not. You're not being persecuted for your beliefs. I grew up Christian. I would say I was an active member in a church until I want to say 23, and I can say that. Living in America, you will never be persecuted for your beliefs. I remember working at a church camp, and I was working there, and like kids were talking about, like you know, like you're worried, like kids in school will not like you for your beliefs and everything like that. And so, you know, I was like listening to the kids talk for a bit, and I like I chimed in with, the, "Haven't you people ever heard of not like that?" But because Grimsby was not a whore in that church camp, um, I, I would tell them that. Look, the persecution you think you receive in America is not real persecution. You're not going to have to die on this. I, I, I think and a lot of things that keep me into an entire like spiritual idea of Christianity is the idea that like all of the disciples uh, of Jesus, I'd say most of them, I'm not going to go and I'll listen to who and who, uh, they, they were martyrs and they died for their belief in Jesus, like, and like who he was as a person. And that makes me think that just like strangely makes me think, I know that could be, you could consider that a cult you could consider that so many things, but this idea of like the real Jesus was not like a negative figure. Like you can even go to atheist and you just like, Hey, we're going to go bare bones. This idea of Jesus. What do you think? They're like, Jesus, like if you, the idea of Jesus is good. The idea of Jesus is good. And these people died for, jesus like you could debate anything in regards to that in anything slightly different your beliefs your difference but the idea of like jesus is a good person is great and i think you know me leaving church was a good thing um i i guess i'm technically i guess on paper i'm technically uh spiritual not religious and then uh slang term i'm an ex-evangelical where i grew up evangelical and then i decided to leave that shit because that shit sucks and so, I mean, so that's where I am, and when I think about, like, these, these people acting like they're, you know, people, like, acting like they're under attack for a minor inconvenience, like, you have to wear a mask at Kroger, really, like, that's an inconvenience, I know, like I said, I think masks suck, I hate wearing masks, make my skin break out, I don't like it, uh, You know, if you get like a cloth one, a reusable one, they just suck to sit in for long periods of time. Like my breath is too hot, and you know when it was hot outside, like it just sucked being outside with a mask on. But now that you know, I still wear a mask because I feel like a mask is important to not spreading anything I have to other people. Which, if I don't know, I have COVID right now. If I don't spread to someone else, it's it's a good thing. It is very good. And so, like, this this idea of, like, you're being pure persecuted for wanting to worship God, you're not being persecuted for wanting to worship God. You're just, we're just being told that you don't need to be in a large gathering right now. Like, I don't think God has a concern about that. God doesn't give a shit about that. You know he does not give a shit about that. And this idea that you think that you're being persecuted, you're not being persecuted, Sean Foyt. You just want to play shows. You don't call it worship. I, I played in worship bands. I grew up, I'll say this. I grew up playing in worship bands because I really wanted to play music. I didn't have a lot of friends. So at the idea of like, you know, if I could play music, maybe people will like me. It's a whole thing for a therapist to one day have to deal with. But no, anyone who says controversial topic. Anyone who says they're they're worshiping God when they're playing music and it's not performing, it's worshiping. No, you're fucking performing. You're wanting to get an audience reaction and you're using God's name in vain to do that, which is a ten, one of the 10 commandments that Jesus really said being do not use the Lord's name in vain. And it's not just saying, "Oh my God." It's using God as the ability to do shitty things to shit to people like Hitler saying, it's a Christian thing to kill all the Jews. Like that's, that is using God's name in vain because God would never do that. That idea of that you're using God's name in vain and it fucking pisses me off. And that's why I don't go to church anymore. That's why I leave evangelical stuff. And I definitely would never play music in the church ever again unless, okay, maybe if I got paid, I can, I can swell my pride for a bit. Maybe. No, I should. Okay, this is me thinking out loud. Maybe I shouldn't play church gigs ever. I, if Well, my thing, which I would never. Okay, here's the compromise I'll make for myself. Just this is me thinking out loud. I will not play for a church. I will only play for a church if they're paying me and they're pro-LGBT. That's a big factor for me. You have to be pro-LGBT or I'm not going to give a fuck about your church. That's that. I don't. I don't qualify you as a big church. I, I learned uh, my parents. My parents are big Christians, obviously, because I, that's how I grew up. And I learned they like Andy Stanley a lot. That guy, and uh, he's pro LGBT. I am like, good. I don't have to like tell my parents to stop listening to his bullshit or whatever <laughs> like he has to say. So I am really happy that he's he's cool. He's a cool guy. I think I remember him posting something. Yeah, the idea for the Bible tells me so is like dangerous rhetoric to because. Hey, to break it to you, the, the Bible was not written by God. It was written by man. And, uh, you should not be treating it like God wrote this directly and taking everything like that. You have to take the Bible with a grain of salt. You have to take, and then Jesus told parables. You have to realize maybe some, some of the stuff in the Bible is parables, like Adam and Eve. It's a good chance that, you know, a talking snake didn't convince a woman to eat an apple and then convinced a man to eat the apple. Because if I was that man and she was hot, I'd eat the apple. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this right now. Someone who has watched, who got convinced to watch children because of a beautiful woman, yeah. It's I mean, got to take this shit word for word. I don't know. So just you know, the Bible isn't written by God. It's written by man. And uh, don't be a fucking idiot when you read that and you are definitely not being persecuted for your beliefs because you can't go to church and stand close to someone and sing Sean Foyt songs. I don't know. These, like I'm saying these Christian artists and I obviously, obviously have to say not all Christian artists, but I'm going to say a majority of them are using God as a walk to fame. And I learned that pretty early on. Maybe I was like 16, 17 when I figured that out. And I remember one time, I want to say this, uh, they did like these, like, uh, see you at the pole things. And then like later that day, they do a concert and I played in a Christian rock band. We didn't do worship music. We, I I just kind of wrote what I wanted to girls. And then some religious things and stuff like that songs. I don't, I don't like the songs anymore. I'll tell you that. But anyways, like they they booked us for the gig, and then eventually learned that we don't do worship music, and they kick us off because we don't do worship. And like we're still a Christian band. Like this is not. They don't have to worship like music, but like they kick us off because we don't do that. I'm like only worship bands are allowed to play at this show. I don't know. That pissed me off from a lot of things, and that's why I don't make worship albums. I'm glad I just there was a gut reaction for me. I almost became a worship pastor for a moment. And I'm glad I didn't. And uh, I'm really proud of that decision to not do it. Now I'm just like looking about that church I wanted to apply to be a pastor to. The way it was does no longer exists. And uh, now I'm making music where I say cuss words in the songs. And that's the way I want to do. So uh, fuck Christian artists. Uh, They are doing it for fame, not for God. And you fucking know it, Sean Foyt. And fuck you. Okay. Let me, okay. A couple things here. Haley Williams from the band Paramore and also the girl I crushed on most of in high school said uh, this, and I think this is really important. So as we get schwoke here, white Christians living in America are not even close to what slash who Jesus referred to when he spoke about persecution. What happened to, we just have to listen to our leaders right out the door as soon as there's a conflict with the church's interests. where is this energy for the black brothers and sisters who are being gunned down in the streets by ill-equipped and unaccountable police fucking dude fuck police I, i don't even care if you're a good cop you're a bad cop if you're a cop where is the energy for the babies being separated from the border? Where is your rallying cry when your neighbors actually need help? When we should all take inventory of our spiritual priorities, maybe we should finally admit we do know the difference between privilege and persecution. So, also fuck cops. Fuck every cop that has ever, exist, ever existed in anything ever. Because fuck you. A good cop is a bad cop. There's no good cops. All Cops are bastards, and that is a proven statement time and time again, and I think the good cops get fired because they are good cops, so you know what the fuck's going on. I don't I don't give a fuck. Oh, my dad's a cop. Your dad's a fucking bitch. Plain and simple. Fuck you and your dad, and I hope your dad burns in hell. All right, I've been drinking. <laughs> we all know I've been drinking. Um, Aaron Gillespie, he's from the band under oath the drummer i absolutely look up to this man as a musician and just kind of his spiritual beliefs because i feel like we were both in the same place at the same time uh, he says he says this about it venues are closing musicians touring personnel aidens bus and van rental companies all going out of business and going bankrupt or having to find other ways to keep head above water heads above water and this is happening in the name of god i'm hurt and i'm furious also, this is a town filled with musicians out of work. For real. This is a town I live in. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm doing podcasting to make a living. I mean, I'm just happy about that as much as I can. But, like, I released a new song, and I can't even, like, tour. I can't play shows. I can't do any of that. And this piece of shit's, like, playing shows at that time. Fuck this guy. There's a picture of him. I'm going to eventually I'll pull it up here that he like, wanted to put his arm around Trump, he's a piece of shit. If you like Trump, you're a piece of shit. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, if you're listening to Sean show, and I call you a piece of shit, you're a cop, you're, you support Trump, uh, you're a Sean Foyt fan, or whatever it is. I actually, actually have been trying to, like, censor, like, kind of move my parents into, like, artists I know are good. I have a friend who works in Christian radio. I'll leave him nameless for right now. And, uh, he'll tell me like really good artists and like artists like you should be taking care of like Lauren Daigle. Perfect. I think when I say fuck worship artists, not Lauren Daigle, uh, Mark Martell, uh, Mark does really good music, but also he did the, he did like all the vocals for Friday Mercury that they didn't already have pre-recorded uh, in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Mark Martell is really good. Um, there's a, there's a bunch more. I'm not saying all Christian artists are bad. Um, I'm just saying if you're, trying to make a be like a worship artist to get your songs played in church and stuff like that. If if this is your belief and you're writing songs about that, do it. I fully support it. But people who try to make money off of like trying to use God's name in vain, fuck you. Fuck everything about you. And uh, please burn in hell. This episode of the Schwegcast is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Uh, Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese or... If you're British, fish and chips comes complete with three big beer soaps, a deliciously scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with the Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one big American bourbon soap and a rich, oak barrel scented bar made with buffalo trace bourbon a perfect gift for the gentleman who appreciates a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance use the link in our description to get free shipping on your order over 20 dollars all right time for me to give advice to people all right all right so my advice is not good advice it is just advice and uh, take it at your own risk that's all i have to say alright, uh, first question I got how to be honest with a girl about how much you play Fortnite, don't don't be honest at all, you don't have to be honest about something like that, that's not a deal breaker in any relationship you want to hide that shit for as long as you can, make sure she is stuck with you, and you want to keep her, make sure she's ride or die before you let her know that, so lying is the best thing you can do in this type of situation it's Lying is okay in relationships as long as it's not betraying to the other person. All right, next (laughs) next question. My girlfriend just told me she's asexual. Oh, here we go. I'm going to get controversial on this. So, me and my girlfriend have been together for about four years now. Everything was going pretty amazing in our first year together. We got along really well. We were crazy about each other, and our sex life was pretty active too. Then around the middle of our second year together she started putting off sex, saying she wasn't feeling well or didn't feel up to it. This kept on going into our third year and now with our fourth year it'll be almost 2 years since that we haven't had sex. God damn, dude. That today she told me she's asexual. God, two years later, (laughs) okay, she has no interest in discussing anything remotely sexual, but says that she loves me and wants this to not come between us. She even told me that she's fine with me having sex with other people as long as it's not serious and that I should love only her. At the same time, my girlfriend gets super jealous when my best friend, who is a woman and married, texts me and sends affection my way for something like my birthday or promotion, promotion. So so I'm quite skeptical about this. For me, sex, love, and attraction are synonymous. I can't do the whole open relationship thing, but at the same time, I know I have needs that my girlfriend is not going to be able to fulfill. Do I just go celibate? That's what I've been doing all this time, but I'm not sure if that's a sacrifice I have to make. Also, for clarity, I still love my girlfriend and still get along really well, and before this, I could totally see myself spending my whole life with her. Now I'm extremely confused could use a little advice and guidance on this. All right. The opinion that no one wanted, which is my opinion. Um, okay. I have a lot of strong opinions on asexuality, but I, I want to say in your situation, uh, either the point of a girlfriend is a best friend and also someone you have sex with. That's, I mean... You can argue with me, there's like differences and like oh it's a partnership, we gotta work together and like you know be a team. But at the end of the day, it's a best friend that you want that you have sex with at the same time. And also, I love Micah. We all know Micah. Hashtag pray for Micah. And I love him. Like I love him with everything I am, and I will always support him. No matter how much I actually do hate him. But at the same time, I don't want to have sex with Micah. That's the last person I want to have sex with. And when I think about like a spouse, it's a best friend that I want to be, I want to also have sex with. That's like the kind of person you do. It's like we have sex and then we have to like talk about bills and bullshit. That's like the person you want for that. And like this idea, the situation you're in also. Start, you can have sex and it not mean anything. I'm single, in, so I can say that's true. But if you're emotionally with someone like that, like it's, it's you can't do that. That's impossible. So I have, I have a lot of feelings about this, and that's. I really did want to talk about this on the show. Um, if you're asexual, if you're listening to this and you're asexual and haven't been offended yet you really have to take relationships to you got to be self aware you have to be self aware in all your relationships cuz if you don't like sex and you want someone to like be your ride or die it's not going to work out like it, it's not going to work out like the big idea is hey i don't like sex but i'm going to do this for my partner at the same time like they do not like they like sex I don't, but there's like an emotional connection between us, and this is something I can give to my partner that they may like. You need to be putting out. Like, if you're asexual and you're going to be like that in a relationship, you need to put out. If if it's not, you're emotionally abusive in this relationship. At two years celibate, I'm thinking about this, like, two years celibate. I know there's a lot of married couples out there who haven't had sex in years, and they're kind of staying together because, like, divorce sounds a lot worse than that, but so I think I don't know. For me, sex is a very important thing in my life, and honestly, like, like I like I say, and I have music coming out saying this. Uh, I mean, having sex with just a random person is cool, but when you actually like them, I say fairy tale lovers. In in regards to the situation, when you actually like the person you're having sex with, and like want to be with them, and you actually care for them, it's a lot better. It's a lot better, and uh, you can just kind of force yourself into it. But at the same time so I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking about the other person in the situation who's not writing this article or this this message. If if you love this person, you, you truly love this person, you gotta put out, you know, if you have to extra lube up because you're not turned on and don't like sex, you're gonna have to do it for part of I, that's one thing I I don't get about women, and I'm just gonna cancel myself here. Uh it's like women like Obviously, you got to get wet to go down on them, but like also lube exists, so like that's the thing. But like when you're a guy and you're asexual and like you just like you just can't get a boner, that's a little bit harder. That's a little bit di- more difficult. So that's what I guess with women. I don't know. I and I think a lot of asexual people are just like pretty toxic because like they're in relationships and they're using people, and they're they're not getting their needs. The other person's not getting their needs met, but you're getting your needs met it's just kind of a bitchy situation. And I want to say fuck you to all those people, but I think there, you can have a general relationship with someone who's asexual. I just think if someone else wants to have sex with you and you don't have sex with them, you got to find a common ground there. Like she needs to put out or you need to just walk away because at that point you're just friends. Like you're just close friends. Uh, I have female friends. I like my female friends. Um, Some of them I would have sex with. Some of them I'm not going to have sex with, but, uh, I so, know, this is the way it is. Like, things aren't e- life isn't easy. I think if she doesn't feel willing to put out and doesn't, will never put out with you, you need to break up and just, you know what? I'm, this is going to be hard. We're going to have to like work on this. You just need to stay friends. That's all I will say in regards to that. And I can't believe, uh, can't wait for the asexual community to come after me on this episode. All right. I'll go on to the next question. Being the only single person in your friend group, anyone else in the same situation? I think I hit the age where all my friends, girls, okay, so she's a woman, have found their partners and started to move in with them and getting engaged and so on. I am literally the only one without anyone in... I am happy to be single and don't even want to date yet, but the fact that no one has time for me anymore feels like I don't even exist now, and the rare times I get to see my friends nowadays, it's always with that it's always that their partners are with us. I would be happy to be just with the girls. Yes, I told them about this, and they started to assume that I am jealous and telling me that I need to download Tinder. I'm 25. I used to felt young, but now I feel old, desperate, and lonely. First off, you're not old, desperate, and lonely. Um, I, I'm going to make a random guess that you're from the Midwest. Um, in the Midwest, if you're not married by twenty, My mom got married, I think, at like 22, and they called her an old maid. yes. An old maid. Like, that's 22. I'm 27. I'm single. I'm just, you know, ready for COVID to be over so I can make out with strangers in bars. You're young. I, I mean, I don't see myself getting married till I'm my third. Even if I started dating someone right now, I'm like my soulmate, we're not getting married for a long time. Uh, unless, for me, I guess for me, marriage is, I'm pretty apathetic towards. It's, it's more or less what my partner wants. And this, so if I meet a partner who's like, I don't want to get married. I just want to like, you know, I want to commit to you, ride or die the rest of my life. And you know what? And I really like that. So I don't want to do marriage. I'm not into that. I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. Let's move in together. Let's be that. But if she's like, if I know this person, my soulmate, she's like, I want to be married. And I'll be like, done deal. I'll engage. I'll propose. will engage. We'll set up a wedding. I'm down for that. I'm, I'm down for either one at this point. It's what, for me, it's what she wants because I always want to make the partner happy uh, which is a very something I should be talking with a therapist about because I always want to make other people like me. Uh, that being said, um, I understand your situation. I, I would say, majority of my friends only have a handful who are still single or uh, not in committed relationships. But I think it's okay to realize that you don't want to be married at the moment. But at the same time, my male friends, like, they're perfectly fine with hanging out with me without their spouse. I realize that they're there's a good chance. A lot of those situations I'm going to be with our spouse, but at the same time, uh, sometimes we just want to be guys. And so their wife's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to leave. I had a friend, uh, his name is Gingerballs. and, uh, his, him and his wife, ginger lady, which I'll call them. They, they came into Nashville. We went to see Mumford and son fun concert. Uh, the next day there's, they just stayed for the weekend because, you know, obviously it's fun. And I, I was like, is ginger lady coming too? And, uh, she was like, you know, yeah, she said she wanted to. So I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And went to a bar that night. I hit on some women, went home with hung out with them because I'm a ride or die friend. Uh, but, anyways, like the next day, you know, we hung out and then she was like, you know what, I'm going to go to our hotel and uh, take a nap. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to hang out. So, you know, it's a good give or take. You know, you got to hang out with your friends. Uh, there's, there's a good balance of that with your spouse. You have to accept their spouse. But at the same time, you have to realize that, like, you have to realize, like, they're going to be a part of your life now. Same time, that you shouldn't always expect that. They have to be with their spouse twenty four seven. That's weird. I mean, my I mean cricket Josh. He'll be on the Schwedcast soon. He's coming back. Um, he told me you know, like he waits until like his kids go to bed because he doesn't leave like one like his wife to have to deal with their kids falling asleep alone. So once they both knock their kids out, like then he comes out to play and have fun. So with that, you know, I think I don't think it's unnecessary. You're not wrong in the fact that. Your married friends should be able to be like, "Hey, I'm going to hang out with you without my spouse." You're right there. And you shouldn't feel bad about thinking you're 25 and an old maid because unless you're living in the Midwest, you're not. Like in real cities, you're you're perfectly fine. I know a lot of people who get married in their 30s and they're in better they're better now because they're smarter fucking human beings and don't have dry spells or uh, you know, they they have sex still, and they have fun. Yeah, I guess when they have little kids, they their sex is... Apparently, when you have kids, like your sex just goes down. And then like once they get older, they go back up a lot. So, all right. Uh, I'll, that's all my question for you. Uh, your friends are stupid for making you feel that way. And uh, you were perfectly fine. You're a fine human being. Next question... I get emotionally attached way too easily when dating. Oh, boy, this one's going to hit close to home. Hey, so I've been talking to this girl for two weeks, and we've met three times so far. She lost interest and meets day, and I'm miserable. I don't think it's normal to feel this way over someone I've only met thrice. How can I help myself towards no longer taking this kind of stuff this badly when it happens? It isn't even the first time every girl I've ever spoken to lost interest around this time. Oh boy, man. Goddamn, man. This, this is, this one's getting close to home. So I'm going to be, you know, more honest than I usually am. Uh, dude, I have to, I have to tell you, just realize just stopping. This is going to be the this is a very hard thing for me to say. It's going to be a very hard thing for you to accept. And I really hope you just take this to heart. And I, I, I have to do this too. So I'm in the same boat. You are, uh, deny yourself from being attached to anyone anyone like you can't you can't be attached to anyone you can't be like oh you can't like anyone you want to I I want to I was raised on TV I was raised on romantic comedies I was raised on that shit I I can tell you immediately you can't you just cannot be emotionally connected to anyone anymore like you you just can't it's a fucking sad part of life and you just kind of have to do you know life sucks and like bad shit happens and this is the kind of bad shit that happens to you and life doesn't work out. No one told you life was going to be this way. And yeah, man, I mean, I, there's no easy way to tell you this. I've, I've realized like right now my dating is Tinder and like just like idea of like, I hope I'm the only person this person like thinks of and wants to talk to. And I hope I can be like this person's only like soulmate in life. I want that so badly. And I want like someone to see me, you know, better than i see myself but at the same time i can't i realize like no i've been hurt so many times like i can't do that only thing i can tell you dude is to keep your guards up hard high because women say they think men should cry they do not want men to cry they don't want men to be emotional they don't want men to show feelings and i sound like an incel but remember remember i'm a simp. so take that fucking out of the comments right now uh yeah, you just can't have feelings towards people anymore. You gotta wait. You kinda have to wait for them to have feelings towards you, where you should allow yourself to have feelings towards them. All I can say. Because you can't they have to you have to let women decide what you, they wanna be with you before you decide. Uh because I guess we're I guess we're the nice guys or the Sam. So like I, I feel it. I'm I'm entirely with you on this. But we have to just kinda like stay strong and can't allow women to actually you can you, you push like hey do you want to be in a relationship and then you have to be you have to keep your guards high up. Do not put your guards down for women uh, because most likely they because we're in like the cult the internet culture like you go on Amazon you look for the best deal and you want to get the best deal that's how dating has turned into you don't just buy what the best thing you can find at that very moment is and it's kind of sucks but you know I'll eventually die. I'll win you that. Probably alcohol poisoning, hopefully. But uh let's see how soon that gets. Um but yeah, that's the best thing I can tell you. Just keep your guards up. Do not get emotionally attached. Just force yourself, like I'm um, no, I'm not falling in love with you. And I dude, I feel you. Yeah, I, I wish I could I wish we I had the end the, the solution to that problem. That's the best thing I can tell you how I'm coping with life right now. And I'm doing better than I usually am, so uh that's the best thing I can tell you in regards to your love life. Next question. Looks like this is the final question. So, how to avoid awkwardness after getting rejected? All right. I am friends with this girl who I really want to ask out. Trouble is, she told me she's open to the idea of dating but not super into it, which means I have a pretty high chance of rejection. I'm honestly fine with this. I figured it can't hurt to ask, and if she says no, I'll still have a friend. I just want to make sure that's actually true. I'd like to ask her out, but I don't want things to be awkward when I'm likely rejected. I don't want to lose friendship over it. I was planning on basically acting the same before and after the rejection as friend as a friend. If she wants to date, great. If not, that's fine. I still have a friend. Is that the right approach? So, you're in a friendly situation. I've been in this situation before. I have friends I've wanted to date, but they said, no... So, uh, just be honest with them. I think, I think the big solution for you is to be honest with them. Like this idea, like you're good friends, you'd like to date, but would still be fine with being friends if she doesn't want to date. So, um, that idea, you just have to kind of be honest in that situation. You have to say, look, I like you a lot and I think we could work out. You could be my ride or die, but also do not want to ruin this friendship At, at the same time. Uh, the best thing to say is, um, do you want to like try to go? I'm assuming you're asking her on a date. Maybe. I mean, I don't know how old you are. come i remember I said going out when I was a kid, but, uh, you, you could be older than that. I don't know. I don't know the lexicon of the kids these days. You could be a Gen Z. That's also, uh, Queens above 18. Some of you would say, Um uh, yeah, all I would say is just be honest with her. Like, look, I don't want to ruin our friendship over this. So if you say no, or maybe maybe start out with that, and then also if she says no, just say, "Hey, look, I I know this. I was just kind of feeling this way, but I would never want to lose you as a friend. So let's just stay friends, then, okay? And I've seen this. I've heard of this situation before. Just to just be like, just be like that. Women will be like, okay, yeah, let's stay friends. I think women are nicer than that, and I don't think, I think if women understand that you accept that, and she'll be fine." And also women women don't like guys who actually like them or who are they they kinda want like someone who doesn't like them, as you see multiple times like women date guys who don't actually like them and like try to be with them and like give them penis touches. That that so you do that and then just act like we're friends eventually. She might like you. She might like you back, and then we wanna date you and you can reject her. And that's gonna make her like you even more that that's going to be the thing that eventually you can eventually you might work out. So uh, that's the best thing I would say. And that's the best thing I would do. Uh, so just doing that, just doing that now, my friends wanted me to play Fortnite with them. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying, just, just be very upfront with her, ask her out. She says, no, just say, okay, I, I understand that. And I still want to be friends, so let's not ruin our friendship over this. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Uh, It may be awkward for a minute, and then. But my best suggestion would be just act like things back to normal. Just start, you know, texting her memes of old men jerking off. You know, come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Best thing I can suggest: just send her that. Make her then start treating her like she's one of your male friends. That's gonna be the thing. Don't treat her like she's a female like goddess to you. Treat her like your male friends. Because if you treat her like your male friends, she actually might start liking you back. And if not, you can move on easily and meet someone new. So, all right, that's all the advice I have today. And it looks like this is how we're going to end the very second episode of Cancel Sweezy. We're still going on this bullshit. I uh, can't believe that. Thank you so much for watching. I hope I didn't ruin everyone's life and advice and the news. And Sean Foyt's still a piece of shit. Because he still is. Um, Okay. If you actually do have questions for me and actually want me to answer them on the show, you are always welcome to email theschwedcast at gmail.com. That's theschwedcast at gmail.com. I will answer your questions. I usually answer most of them. Uh, Like I said, my new song, oof, out now, ready to rock and roll, and you need to go listen to it like, and most of the time it's free. You can probably listen to it for free. Uh, it's on every streaming platform. I made sure of that I just want to make sure everyone has it, can listen to it, and uh, you know, what? I like that. But no, more importantly, with the song, and I really like that. That's what's really important to me. Uh, but no, um, go check that out. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. There's a music video on YouTube, Amazon. I don't know what people listen to music. I know if you're out of the country, you listen to Deezer. Uh, that's a big thing. Uh, I've heard from foreign countries. That's why I was wondering like, who the hell listens to Deezer? And I was like, Oh, people from not America. Uh, but no, no, check it out. Um, I I just really want you to listen to it and enjoy it. I don't, I'm not like in the mood to be making money. You know, a lot of people are like, I want to be rich and famous for music. I just want you to listen to it and enjoy it. That's, that's all I care about. If I never make a dime off of it, but I know a lot of people enjoy it and like it, that will mean the world to me. And that's, that's what I really want. So, let's do that. Um like and subscribe, uh go to if you're on YouTube, hit the like button. If you thought I was too controversial, hit the downvote because I'll be fine with that either way. It's more of a downvote show anyways. Uh hit the subscribe button because I could really use that. That's what really makes the show better. Wherever you listen to your podcast to, you always have to t- hit the subscribe button. That's what makes it better. Uh, also, you know, follow me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash the uh, Mondays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I play video games and I talk and do a lot of bullshit. And it's a lot of fun. Check me out there. And also if you like the show and want to support us financially, make sure you hit that Patreon link and you can get ad free episodes of the song. What so matters, all right? Anyways, that I'm gonna be signing off. Uh, take it easy, and like always, you stay awesome. you, you just finished a full episode of the Shwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, If you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Shwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.